Thanks so much for listening. Before I get into the episode, I wanted to thank today's podcast sponsor, which is Coda Luna and their baby keepsake castle. I personally just put all of my baby's memorabilia into these little keepsake castle boxes and they are so adorable functional. And if you really love organization, then you're really going to love this keepsake box. So not only is it a keepsake box, but it also includes a baby book and it has space for capturing all of the milestones of your baby's early years. And then the keepsake box itself stores all of the memorabilia that you want to keep. So baby's first socks and pacifier and the little hat that they wore when they came home from the hospital. So this keepsake castle with the baby memory book is more than just an organizational product. It's a gateway to preserving the remarkable journey of new parenthood. So take a moment to visit keepsakecastle.com today and embark on creating a lasting legacy of love and nostalgia. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. Before we get started, I have one quick announcement, and that is that registration is open for the September Finding Your Village birth class. The classes are on Wednesday nights starting on September 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can register or find out more at findingyourvillage.com classes. Now for today's episode, we are going to be talking about a unique topic with a unique podcast host herself. We're going to be talking about Mamas in Training with the host of the Mamas in Training podcast, and her name is Jessica Lorian. She has spent the last 10 years as a professional actor and voiceover artist in New York City. And now she is the host and producer of the Mamas in Training podcast, and she supports pregnant women and aspiring moms on their journey into motherhood. So what makes her show different from other pregnancy and motherhood podcasts is that she's not yet a mom. An autoimmune disease has delayed her journey into motherhood, and she's decided to learn right alongside her audience. She has a background in performing on stage, in front of camera, as well as being a professional singer. And her mission is to spread the importance of studying motherhood. She intends to use her voice and desire to connect with women everywhere, to share the lessons she has learned, and to give community to those in need. I know you're going to love today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, Jessica, how are you? I'm so good. And I told you this when we first started chatting about this opportunity. And I was like, I am so soothed by your voice. So even just now talking, I'm like, oh, you're putting me in such a wonderful meditative spot. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That is such a nice compliment. I really appreciate it. Um, so before we get into the topic today about being a mama in training and your journey and what you've been on, will you talk a little bit about yourself and your background? Yes, absolutely. I would love to. So I, um, I live in Astoria, New York at the moment, but I'm originally from Massachusetts, just South of Boston, North of Providence and kind of had one of those journeys that was like multi-passionate, multi-hyphenate, you know, wearer of many hats, but ultimately my biggest passion forever has been as an actor. Um, So I was on a national tour of Beauty and the Beast and traveled for two years on the road and performed a lot regionally. And now I've done more TV film commercial work. So 
it's kind of this gypsy lifestyle that's been really crazy, um, but it's been a blessing. And then just recently, um, well, actually not recently, it's crazy because this month I'm celebrating my two-year anniversary of my podcast. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. It's It goes by so quickly. But then it's just so crazy how life sort of takes these twists and turns. And I ended up falling onto this unbelievable project that has become it's i'm i'm tempted to say equally as passionate as my acting career which is is tricky because it's a different type of a passion but it's um really been fueling me especially throughout the pandemic and everything else so yeah it's um it's kind of an interesting journey when you know i i never had my eyes set on a doctor position or a teacher position or one of those positions where you kind of just do you know, the standard one, two, three, four, then you have the job, you work up the line. So um, it's been an interesting journey, but one that I definitely wouldn't replace for sure. That's wonderful. And will you talk a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, of course. So my podcast, it's it's interesting. I was speaking with my mom just a few weeks ago, and I was really realizing that oftentimes the things that we do really come out of the hardships that we experience or the struggles that we encounter. And so back um, 2011, um, long story short, but I ended up being diagnosed with uh, psoriatic arthritis and autoimmune disease, which really wrecked havoc on my body. And throughout that process, I ended up being unable to conceive whenever I want to conceive. And you know, it's kind of a hard thing, a hard pill to swallow, and no one even knows, and I don't know that when I start to conceive how long that journey will take. But to even have some restrictions before I'm even able to conceive was a little bit tough. And so I sort of found myself surrounded by all of my girlfriends who were all starting to have babies at the same time and really kind of inundated in the best way possible, but inundated with this talk of motherhood and pregnancy and birth. And I kind of felt like I couldn't hang with, with, the, mm. with the expecting moms and with the new moms, you know, it's like yeah. when, when you're not yet a mom, you don't really know, you can't connect, you can't understand. Um, but I'll never forget um, my, one of my best friends, I was visiting her and she was pumping and breastfeeding and she was telling me about how challenging it was. And I was kind of in a place where I was looking for something creative. My acting career was sort of in a lull. And I thought, well, this would be a really cool opportunity for me to learn about motherhood and share with other aspiring and expecting moms what to kind of expect and really hear it from those who have gone from it. So out of that and many different iterations came the Mamas in Training podcast, and I interview moms about what they wish they had known during pregnancy and before birth and motherhood so that I myself, selfishly, <laughs> can learn alongside you know my listeners. But it's nice because I, I think it adds a new twist to a podcast about motherhood and parenting because I know kind of what I'm curious about and I've never been there. So yeah, Mamas in Training was born. 
That is such a cool concept for a podcast. I love it. And I, I can totally understand. I remember those days before I became a mom, but being interested about it and being curious. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a gift, not just to yourself, but to other people that are in your shoes that are yeah. thinking about it, um, being intentional about what parenting is going to look like and just preparing themselves mentally, emotionally, physically, maybe. Yeah, well, and it's the kind of thing, you know, we we study everything else often, you know, we kind of even plan our career, we schedule and plan our our, um, majors that we're studying if we go to college or anything, we really take time to study these things. And very often, we don't really study motherhood. Maybe we buy a couple books and talk to some friends or family members, but this is an opportunity for me and alongside anyone who wants to join me to really study it and learn and kind of, I always kind of explain it. I sometimes feel, and I'm sure my listeners do as well, kind of like you're drinking from the fire hose, you know, but then you can sort of sit back afterward and sift through the information and decide what it is you actually want to do or not do. So. Totally. And I imagine that a lot of either expecting people or new parents can identify with that. It's definitely for me, it has felt like drinking through a fire hose and like, what advice do I listen to? What do I pay attention to? And then, you know, taking all that information and sitting with your own intuition and going, okay, what's going to serve me? Right. Right. Because at the end of the day, we do know what's best ultimately, but to have all of the information because, you know, for example, like there are some things that people don't even know they are quote unquote allowed to do, you know? in the delivery room. Yes. And that's really important. I mean, we should get that information so that we feel more empowered. So, And I am curious about your journey with Mamas in Training. What are the main takeaways that you have learned after interviewing all of these moms over the past two years? Yeah, it's um, it's crazy because you really do find that the same things keep coming up and keep coming up. And I was recently speaking to someone and they were like, well, you've kind of really become an expert in this. And I'm like, I don't feel like one because I'm not <laughs> a mom. But it's true because when you hear the same thing over and over again, it, it starts to stick. So there are three that always, always come up. The first one is what I just mentioned really regarding, you know, being in a birthing situation is advocating for yourself. Of course, that comes along with knowing what you can advocate for, but in general, always advocating for yourself. The second one is to really make the plan and then be ready for it to change. So that's, you know, drinking from that water hose that we mentioned, knowing what all of the options are laying really an actual plan out for yourself and then just having the mental awareness and being okay and settled with the fact that this can all change on a dime. And the third one would really be community and setting up, which is also why I love what you do here because it's all about finding your village. And so community, really setting up that support system that you have, well, most importantly, right after you give birth, 
whether that's people in your physical world that are going to help support you, or that's people online, but also, you know, even beforehand, if you're in the pregnancy journey or aspiring mom journey, setting that village up for yourself and that community to, to get that support. Because as much as we as women want to know that and think that we can do it all on our own and we want to be this superhero that we, you know, this banner that we hold so proudly and dearly, I think it's almost more powerful to go ahead and ask for that help. So those would be the three. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. And that makes a lot of sense and is validating in a way for me as a mom, um, because I I completely agree with, with all three and have experienced that myself. Yeah, it's, um, they're very simple things, but I think we kind of, get distracted by the noise of it all and the excitement of it all and you know birthing and motherhood it's it's wonderful that we have all these products and all of these apps and all of these things to keep us you know supported but at the same time it can kind of really glorify something and it can kind of put you know, airs on about something that women have been doing since God knows when, you know? And so at the, at the end of it, you truly do know what's best. Um, and if you just advocate for yourself, make that plan and find your community, you'll be able to, to do it. And people forever have been able to do it. So, so can you. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm curious, what have you learned about yourself in doing this podcast and being on this journey? Mm, That's a really good question. Well, one thing that's been sort of um, reconfirmed is that I love plans. (laughs) (laughs) So that just so aligns with me and who I am. And so to be able to know all of all of that is really reassuring. but I think something that's a little bit more vulnerable that I've experienced, and it's actually come up in speaking with my husband, because I think I'm very impressionable too. And I don't know if any other women feel this way, especially, and I'm sure you do as moms. But, you know, I, what I've loved about the podcast is I talk about a mama's in training, you know, like, whatever works for you. So I don't just advocate for breastfeeding. I also advocate for formula feeding and sleep training or not, like whatever. And that's why we cover everything because then you get to drink from the water hose and then pick what works for you. But I am impressionable in the sense that when someone says, you know, that one thing is the best or that this might be the way or you know, I've taken some of those ideas and just in conversation, I've gone back to my husband and just thinking about the future and said like, wow, well, this would be kind of cool because then X, Y, Z. And, and then he's like, well, yeah, but what about this? Or did you ask about this other thing? And he's really, really good at playing devil's advocate. And so that's kind of been something that's really surprised me. And, um, I think if I, didn't listen to all of my episodes and I wasn't in it as much, I could find myself really being impressionable by either, you know, my, my, my doctors or the, you know, information that I have consumed. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And 
That makes complete sense. And that's also one of the reasons why in the work that I do specifically as a childbirth educator and also as a podcast host in this space, um, I always try to keep in mind that language matters and not just the words that we choose, that matters a lot, but also the posture that I take while I am talking about it. That really, really can make a difference because if you say something is the way it is, absolutely, that can come across differently than saying it might be like this. Mm -hmm. And that can make a difference to people that are more impressionable, less impressionable, but when you're expecting or when you are a new parent, you're in a more vulnerable place. And so for me, I really try to be aware of that. And it's something I, I struggle with and have to work on um, because I want, I get really excited and passionate about what I'm talking about right. or sharing my own experiences. And so sometimes my words can come across as an absolute of like, it will be like this, you know, labor is hard. Even saying something like that, it, I I need to question that and kind of take a step back and and think about how can I say that in a way where it's not so absolute, not so black and white, but just offering up the suggestion of what I've experienced and that it might be part of your journey as well, but it might not. Well, and I'm sure for someone like you, it's even harder to a certain extent because you've gone through birth and you've experienced motherhood. So what worked for you? You're like, yeah, this is this is what happened, you know? Um, but for me, I feel like I kind of get a little bit of a an easy pass there because I'm able to say like, well, I don't know, but like I interviewed this one person about this and this one person about this, like maybe that'll help, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also think it's interesting when you said that because I I often survey the land, you know, like yeah. I ask many women what their concerns are, what they're nervous about, especially those who are expecting. And I hear everything from what if you don't love your child when they first come out yep. and you don't feel a bond or a connection to can't you just show that motherhood is wonderful and you absolutely are in love and like birth can be beautiful and easy? Like it was easy for me. So you do get these contrasting sides and it is so important to share both of that. So yeah, taking that middle ground is so important. Yeah. Just holding space for, space for both and everything, for both. everything yeah. in between. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. I'm so glad that you do the work that you do, especially with your unique standpoint, because you're the first person that I've encountered in this space of parenting or, um, you know, motherhood and talking about it on like a podcast platform that is not actually actively in that role yet. And that you're yeah. taking that role of aspiring mother. I like, um, I like that term. Yeah. Well, people are always say that like, oh, what, what is your podcast? What do you do? And I start telling them and they're like, oh, I didn't know you were a mom. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> so that's what's, yeah. um, that's, what's really yeah, fun and cool about it. Um, and yeah, it's just a different perspective, but I think it's almost like 
you know, if I want to think big and think globally, like I almost feel like it's a shift that I want the world to kind of take, you know, like it's not uncommon for us. Yeah. I'll even post something up on Facebook about something that I've learned or shared and I get messages. Oh, congratulations. I'm like, no, I'm not, you know, (laughs) but people just assume things. So. Oh yeah, they do. I, I even get, um, similar things when, because I post about birth and pregnancy all the time and I'm not pregnant right now, but I've I've definitely gotten people to say like, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. I'm like, I'm just talking about birth because I love talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny. So is there anything that you haven't touched on today that you think is important to share with listeners before we wrap up? Mm. Well, I'll just touch back, especially because it works with finding your village, you know, on that community element um, and not being a professional. So like, for example, one of the things that I've started and created is a community, is a village for aspiring and expecting moms. And I'm holding this space. So we meet monthly and I'm holding this space online for people to connect. And every now and then I'm bringing in quote unquote experts, you know, former guests or future guests of the podcast to talk on certain things. Like for example, um, some ladies in the group the other day just asked for someone to come in and talk about boundaries. So I found someone to come in and talk at our next session about boundaries. And, um, it's been really interesting because so often we find mom groups, we find mom Facebook groups, we find mom meetups, we find, you know, birthing classes, of course, and those are all necessary, but it's also just really important to have that community sense where you know that, you know, you're not alone when you're getting these questions about, you know, from your family about boundaries or or preparing for that. And it's just been a beautiful thing to see. And it's also really been cool because I have some women in the group who are not pregnant and they have the strength and the power to be in a space of majority people who are pregnant. So of course I'm not pregnant, but neither are some other people. And I, I had this one woman say to me, you know, I was a little hesitant one at one, one of the days to really share where I was feeling because there are other women who are not yet pregnant and they're going through this process. And I said, listen, in a private message, you know, I said to her, listen, you need to be comfortable in the space that I'm holding because I make a very conscious effort to make it a safe space and a supportive space to share wherever you're at. Because if you like me as an aspiring mom, I need to know that's how I learn from you. And if it's not an it's if it doesn't feel like it's serving this other person who's not yet pregnant then they can leave and that's fine but this is a space that they're signing up to join and signing up to learn from and i hear like i there are women who have been trying to conceive and are going through that process and they want nothing to do with instagram and social media and groups that are already where they want to be. And I a hundred percent respect that. But if you feel like you want the support of being in a space where you know what you could expect, then that's kind of what I'm creating and what I'm holding. And I think it's just also 
an interesting thing because it's the, the power of social media and being able to meet online, like on a Zoom these days, you know, it's what we really have in our back pocket now that we haven't had in the past. And we're able to really connect and communicate with how we're feeling. And, you know, back in the day, we just had books and we just had our family and friends, but now we can make it broader. So I'd encourage anybody who, no matter what stage of your motherhood journey that you're in, but for sure, find a community, find your village, of course, as you say, and, and, you know, get that support and that community because whether it's on a Facebook thread and you just want to throw up a question and, and get support that way, know you're not alone, or it's in a group like mine where you're meeting online and you see people's faces and you get to say like, this is what I'm experiencing and you get that support. Um, whatever that is, just find that because sometimes your closest family and friends might not be enough, you know, and um, I think that's that's important for people to hear because you don't really need to go at it alone, no matter what stage you're going through. I didn't want to go through my aspiring mom journey alone, and that's why I started what I started. So I love that. Thank you so much. And if someone is listening and they're thinking, that's the village, that's the community I want to be a part of, how can they join? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll, um, in your show notes, I'll send you the link so people can just join right away. Um, but you can also send me a message anywhere. Um, you can find me on Instagram at mamas, it's with an A, M-A-M-A-S, mamas in training pod, P-O-D, and um, shoot me a DM. You can send me an email, info at mamasintraining.com, um, and I'd love to invite you. Um, but yeah, I go out and find your village. I think it's really important. And we get strength especially as women, we get strength in that support. So, Yeah, totally agree. Well, I have loved talking to you today. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and expertise and insight. Same, Amanda. And thanks for the work that you're doing too. It really inspires me to keep going. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. If you liked the episode and would like to hear more, please follow Finding Your Village wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, I have a brand new website that not only includes past podcast episodes, but also features the Birthing From Within birth preparation classes that I'm now teaching online. Please check out the site at www.findingyourvillage.com and feel free to connect with me via Instagram at findingyourvillage. Thank you so much and stay safe healthy, and connected.